Alright, welcome to the Borowski Doodles podcast with your boy Kiko Flo, Kiko Cervantes, El Head Hancho, El Papachulo, Que Tu Sabe, Que Tal Que Frown. I'm here and I got a great guest. You guys know the professional chef. It's a great friend from my childhood, but but more important than that, upcoming Chemelin, Chemelin, upcoming che, 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 Michelin. He's the upcoming Chemelin. No, he's the upcoming Michelin starred sous chef in California. What's good, Mauricio? How you been, dog? Everything good, man. How are you? A lot of I'm work. I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling, bro. Today, while well, I work, you, you're off today. That's why we're having this. Because yes. Mauricio, given the fact that he lives quite far uh, in California and I'm in Spain, we're nine hours apart, so he's waking up, and I'm towards my evening. So you're off, so because the days that you work, we cannot really do this. Because as, as a sous chef, you work the whole day, long hours. So in my case Make today, evenings. I I worked, and then I went to because I was like, you know what, today for two months before Christmas, I need to lose weight. I need to get get in shape. Fuck this, being a piece of shit motherfucker. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I joined like this little boxing gym. We're like, it's not, I don't think it's a box. I'm not learning how to box now. They just put a little boxing bag and I just hit it. And it's sort of like, you know what all people do like uh, aerobics and shit, but with a bag. <laughs> but I was dying. And, it's hard. Yeah. And you know, it's funny when you start doing a shit like, and you're the new guy in this thing. It's like so uncomfortable. Everybody's and, looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> There was this lady like, the oh, like oh, the, the lady, there was a lady because it was like a group of 10 and, and, and the, the guy was like, oh, so Carlos here, let me give you this. So she realized I was new. So she's like, oh, we have a virgin today. <laughs> Let's take his virginity away. Huh? Yeah, I'm like, mm, I'm like, yo, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a laugh it out, but I don't know if you know the type of language that I use. But anyways, so I did that shit. It was hard as fuck. But it got me pumped up, you know, to want to keep doing it. Yeah, like, like it has like a little music, a synchronization, so it like it measures how hard you hit it, but also if you hit it on time with the right kick and or the right hit. But in any case, bro, I'm I'm doing it, and I need to find little activities like this. I, I do football, I do biking, things that make it fun for me, so that I can do it. Because otherwise, it's just much easier to just stuff a you know a mcdonald's burgers to the face and i noticed that after doing this hard work when i come out and i think about eating some shit that's bad it makes it a little easier to be like ah oh, man no i just went through that shit like it's not worth you know? it because you're gonna lose everything that you just gained exactly so but at least you did the first step which oh. was getting started that's the hardest yeah, step started. yeah that's why i don't go to the gym because it's the hardest step yeah are, are you are you in a situation like that as well no i don't have to i don't have time to go to the gym no <laughs> no not, I, gy not gym but like uh, eating I, eating better well no lately we haven't been eating good but we do a lot of hiking there's a lot of hiking in san francisco and, and around it so we we go to the mountains and we go to the beach and we walk for for a mile or so but it's it's very cool you get to see the scenery okay. Well, we like to is, do that a lot. That right? is enough to you know yeah. to, to be healthy. Well, in any case, here at the Broski Duros, we like to promote not only mental health but also physical health. You all know that 
Your boy Kiko Flo has been struggling with getting all this mayonnaise out of his body without having to go to Colombia and, you know, and get a 15,000 uh, liposuction operation. So I'm trying to do it the natural way. I don't want to get no bypass surgery, nothing like that. So pretty much I'm just, you know, trying to get there. But it's going good. Today I started my first class. And, you know, it was good being the guy at the bottom getting beat up, just sucking at it. How was your, uh, I understand you're sort of starting your weekend from your work days. Today's Monday and, and you have Monday and Tuesdays off as a sous chef. That's how it works. What up? Do you even have Tuesday off? You do? We do have Tuesday off. Yes. Okay. You have two days off. So in California, you do get two days off. <laughs> it's required uh, by law. It's required by law. <laughs> they actually follow the law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that would be one of those socialist, uh, Laws that I would support uh, mm. surprise, surprisingly for my listeners that know I'm a bit more on the so, conservative yeah conservative so Mauricio how was uh, one thing I wanted to, to talk to you about is like you you moved from Miami to California and, and we were talking about how in the backstage in the green room how sometimes you would get people in California talking about Miami in a very romanticizing way. And then here, people in Spain, whenever they, I, t I tell them about Miami, they're like, oh my God, I want to go to, and they're very romanticized about it. And yeah, so how do you feel about that? I don't know, man, it's tough because Miami, we lived there for such a long time that we lost that romanticism for it. Once you, you, you live there and you see what's going on and, and how the people is, but now that i live here in california people are very in love with the idea of going to miami because i'm guessing the beach but also the party scene which i'm not a party scene goer i don't go to you know the discotheque and the discotheque the clubs and uh and i think it's a waste of money and time and but there's people here at my job that they see miami as something bigger than what it is mm. they fall in love and I told them that we were going soon and, and they just, they're like, oh my God, you're going to the beach. And for them, Miami is only Miami beach, right. but for us, my Miami is something else, you know, it's yeah. Like, like for us, it was almost never Miami beach. It, it, yeah. Never Miami beach. Yeah. Maybe on a special occasion once a year, but that's it. I don't, I don't what? see the fascination with going to Miami and, you see all these movies that you know they they have the the big houses the rich people which is true but that's not the real you know people from Miami. It's so like, what would be the, the real Sabacera. things? What would you, what what would you say is the real things that isn't being shown or that people don't know about? Oh, the bad driving, the the you know the, the Cubans, which I love, but it's a lot and and and. You know, and the new Venezuelans that are arriving, it's they're different from what we grew up with. Uh, there's a new Before mentality. you try to cancel us, you know, here, uh, as a little yeah. disclaimer, Mauricio is Venezuelan and Cuban. And Cuban. So, so, so <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> so, no, but, but, but he's saying that there is a strong inf influence from Cuban, now Venezuelan cultures, which is great, but sometimes a little intense. And it almost feels like, the, the way that I look at it, I haven't been, I haven't lived there in a long time, so... But when I go back, it feels like this shit got packed and whatever was Hialeah, now is Pembroke Pines and Miramar. And then it's sort of, 
And I don't mean that, you know, obviously to disrespect anything. This is just the way that I look at it. It seemed like everything was super expensive, but not as nice and clean and pretty as it was when I, you know, when I used to live over there. And I mean, you have a bit more connection to it. You still go there and shit. But also, for example, Miami Beach, it used to be like a place like it was kind of luxurious. And now from what I understand, locals don't even go there because it's even dangerous and it's shady and rowdy. So it's it has changed a lot people have you know moved on and moved up in a different way now miami is more of like the insta the perfect instagram post everybody wants to show off their you know their the car and where they're eating and where they're spending their time which it makes it fake you know it makes it like a fake city like a fake uh ambience around it and and you know they're showing their fake teats and and i don't know it's miami has changed a lot but it's not something to be romanticized about i don't i don't find it romantic to i mean it, it is important to say right that we met some of the greatest people that we know in miami miami area when when we as a, as kids lived there and there's great people there of course i mean we're not mm -hmm. bashing miami as a whole i mean there's amazing yeah. people there but there is this feeling especially if you go towards the more i don't know if it's touristic or or um you know the areas of party you start seeing a lot more fakery and it's very yeah. fake people are fake and there's a lot of i guess shady shit going on now you live in california right someone from miami that doesn't know california would say like well but isn't california sort of similar so i want you to give me what's like the difference there well, for, for starters, I don't live in Los Angeles, which everybody who thinks about California first thinks about Los Angeles and then, you know, San Francisco. San Francisco is, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm the one who's romanticizing San Francisco. I'm in that situation of people who live in Miami now. I, I'm in love with the city, you know. Like I said before, it's perfect weather all the time. It doesn't really rain, which it's good and bad. There's a lot of fires which, which kind of sucks but you know i i you know perfect weather the beach the food is incredible the some people are incredible but every city is going to have an asshole so it's it's yeah but what about the fakery you see yeah you don't see it much maybe because i'm not as immersed in the city as i was in miami you know miami i used to go to to work in downtown and and you know Miami Beach or Brickell and you see and like all you these lived people. there right you saw it right in here I I live you know like 10 15 minutes away from the city so maybe I don't I don't see that part as much maybe that's why I romanticize it so much um, but from the people you know I talk to it's like yeah people here chill but there's a lot of money from the tech company so a lot of people want to show off their cars but you know they can't have ferraris because we have hills and and potholes so nobody can show off their ferrari but they still have them park in the garage and uh, it's it, but it's also an expensive city so you know whatever you have you want to show off and and i understand it same as any other city in the world like one thing I notice when I go back and visit Miami is that I feel like every time I go back, everything's more expensive. Mm -hmm. It is going up. 
Rent is going up. Food is going up. Food, every like supermarkets, man. It's like expensive mm-hmm. to buy food. Um, Chick Fil A, which is like my favorite <laughs> fucking fast. I don't consider it a fast food restaurant, but you know, it's in that category, I guess. You, you think it deserves a Michelin star? That should, hell yes, it deserves <laughs> a Michelin star. Excellent service, excellent attention, excellent on quality. Oh, yeah, but that's what that's why you only give him one. <laughs> for food and and uh, service yeah I, I see it I see it but I've, you can I've only thought give about it to this one. before though I thought about this before creating an union and offering them to have a crew of atheists run it on the Sundays <laughs> that, that seems like a good idea now you have seven days you have more people yeah. more income yeah it sounds like a good idea maybe we can work there I, I mean I would I wouldn't mind like like starting to work there like as, as my age right now I would love to, man. Chick Fil A seems like the, uh, the most amazing place. Like if they were to run the country, shit would go correctly. Like there's there's no one that can handle a line of cars trying to get food better than them. Try well, to go to try to go to Taco Bell. Seen, you haven't seen In and Out people. The line is oh. so long that there's there's this boys and girls who who walk with a little computer or an iPad and then they take your order all the way in the street. Well, that's I, what they do. That's what they and, do in Chick-fil-A, too. Well, I don't go to Chick-fil-A. They don't have that many Chick-fil-A's here in San Francisco. All right, but you never but, went in, in South Florida? I did. I did. But this one, the, the the line for the cars, they go all the way like a mile or two miles. And those guys, like, they walk the whole line. They take your order. And once you get to the drive-thru, the order is perfect. So a mission okay. start to one of one Chick-fil-A or, or In-N-Out. Okay. I think it's all right. It could be it could be done. I, I would support it. I would su- you, you know who's another one? And I've only tasted it in Spain. I never got the chance to taste it in the U.S. But every time there's a new American franchise in Spain, I try to hit it up. And, dude, I would give a Michelin star to Five Guys. Five Guys? Mm. You know what I like about Five Guys? We're not going to offer you a thousand things on the menu. No. It's burgers, baby. <laughs> what do you want? It with everything or with this? That's it, baby. It's burgers, fries on a bag. You want the Cajun powder? I got you, son. Now get the fuck out of here. Get that brown bag. Or oh, you want a shake too? I got you, baby. And they're amazing. And the peanuts. Yeah. Here they stopped giving the peanuts because of COVID, which I don't understand. COVID. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, like McDonald's doesn't give you napkins for you to grab publicly like because of COVID. I'm like, bitch, you're spreading COVID. I need the napkins to stay clean. <laughs> Well, do you think it's it deserves a star, you know, because of the quality of the food and and Five Guys? The serve, Five Guys. Five Guys definitely a Michelin star. What what about service? Good service? Um, yeah, I would say yes. Service has a lot to do with with the stars. No, no, it does. I've had I've had great service. Uh, keeping in mind that their service is very is very limited, meaning they call you to pick it up and that's it. Mm. In, 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 in chick, but you, that's what you expect from them. I right. think like, that's what they offer. Like, I, I don't think it's fair to, to, to rate them on standards of other restaurants that offer a different service. You feel me? Because okay. like I said, you know, like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They, I mean, these motherfuckers will like, they will bring it to your table and like cut it for you and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in Asia, there's a lot of fast food places that have Michelin star, re- uh, recognition. So oh, yeah? why not give it to fast food places in the in the united states well i think chick-fil-a at least I, I, I the other ones i'm kind of like you know just thinking out loud but but for certain 
Chick-fil-A deserves a Michelin star 100%. Okay. Because you talked about in the other episode, what are the parameters for, for Michelin star? Consistency. You they're go consistent. there and it's, they're going to be consistent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they're also consistent about not opening on fucking Sundays, right? <laughs> so, um, well, quality and service, that's amazing. Cleanliness, everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, the only one that you might tell me I'm wrong, the innovation part. I do think they innovate, but they, they stay with their core items that they don't work. But I do think every once in a while they throw a little like, oh, spicy, you know, Louisiana, whatever. But uh, okay. what, wait, would you okay. give it one? To Chick-fil-A? I mean, after what you just said, I have to consider it. I have to definitely consider it. Maybe I have to find one, go there and, and you know, check my list and and. All right, you're gonna go. You're gonna go to Miami soon, right? Yes, I'm go gonna to try Chick- it for you. Go to a Chick Fil A. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. And like, it for and, you. and from the moment you arrive, eating, eat, dining, right? And yeah, you have to dine in. Dine in. Yeah. And from the moment you come in, start valuing everything, every little single thing. Boom, 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 boom. They're they're also very polite. No, <laughs> they have to say thank you and and. Brother, I, yo, I, I think they all. I think they make them all go to church too. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the requirements to work there, huh? Yeah, you gotta do <laughs> yeah. a little bit of you have Bible, to, to Bible study. Bible study. You have to join the, the Chick Fil A. They're Bible nice study. as fuck. If you tell them, "Oh, <laughs> I wanted this sauce," but what? Here it is. Sorry, what? Boom, boom, boom. No bullshit. No nothing, bro. These motherfuckers can run a country. Well, then after what you just said, it's not. Now that I think about it, when you go to In and Out, you ask for an extra a package of sauce. They, they fucking throw it in the bag. Instead of yeah. you know, so yeah, sorry, I gave you one, but I you need you need a four, and and yeah, it's like little Wayne, throw it in the bag, <laughs> bro. I swear, you know, in Spain, in Spain, they're stingy with with their shit. Like they they give you pack mm. like two packets of ketchup, which I don't like. I tell them I don't need ketchup. Okay, my friend is a mm. chef. I'm in a different level. Mm-hmm. I don't put ketchup on things. Let me get mustard. And they, they like one, two, no, bitch, give me a, a bunch of them, cause what in that ba- in that little bag of of, of ketchup, uh, not ketchup, of mustard. The only thing that's gonna be there's a little spit of mustard. Yeah, it's a spit. Yeah, yeah. And I and I love mustard on my burgers, but in anyways, uh, I can't I can't run them on McDonald's here. They keep it real. They keep it consistent. Well, they've been they've been open for what seventy years now. I mean, yeah, there no, has no, to be amazing. something going there. They're they're amazing. They do something right. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about Wendy's? I mean, I'm not talking about Michelin star. This is not Michelin star. But for some reason, when I when I when I was riding around the Miramar uh, areas, the 954, the 305, I remember Wendy's being this beacon of hope. Where when you would go there, it was just amazing. The little square, the bacon mm. was crispier. They had mm-hmm. the spicy chicken nuggets. What can you? T- they, ha- they had the baked potato, the frosty, and the chili. What can you tell the me about dude. Wendy's? One day we had to do a ranking of our top five or ten uh, fast food places, but I think Wendy's has to be at least top three for me. Coming to California, uh, trying uh, In and Out and Shake Shack and all these places, it made me it made me change because Wendy's was my top one. But now I think you know In and Out and and Shake Shack could be one and two, and and Wendy's definitely three. So, I also so, grew up so eating. So that's your one, two, three? I think so. I, th- I mean, uh, I would have to sit down and really think about it. But yeah, one, two, three so far. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Has but you to don't be know. There. Well, but, but, but why is it that you, you think you haven't tried it enough to appreciate it? Well, the thing is that when you try Chick-fil-A, 
once every couple of years, you get that new emotion of, okay, this is, this is great, but it's not something that I can have every month like I could with the other places. Well, maybe, maybe you should appreciate it more, you little fuck. <laughs> maybe I should appreciate it more, yeah. Let me give you my top three. Number one, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Number, number two, I'll give it to Wendy's. Okay. And we're not, we're not putting here pizza places. Number two no. for Wendy's. No, no we're Damn. not because we're going to have a little pizza one right now. So number one, Chick-fil-A. Number two, Wendy's. Number three, I know, disgusting. I know, but I got to do it for the kiddos, Taco Bell. Ooh, and, I, and, I, and I know that's disgusting, but I got to do it for the kiddos. You see, now, if I was still living in the 954-305 area, I would say, you know, Taco Bell is there. But not, now that you're here and you get, like, good Mexican food, you're like, okay. Uh, yeah, but I'm not talking there. about like a Mexican restaurant with the senorita from Mexico. I'm talking about Taco Bell. That's a fast food place. Yes, I, yeah. I understand. You have it's a, a point. It's, but... it's a fast food top three. Okay. Okay. Wow. That, that so, got me. It, sh- it shook me. It shook my, you know. Did I wasn't shook, expecting Taco did Bell. Did, did it shake? Did it make you overthink, or are you sure of yours? So what no, you got? What you got? In and out. Shake. In and out number one. Number Shake one. Shack two. I think uh, In and Out one A and Shake Shack one B. I think it's uh, the correct thing to say. And I think Wendy's. No. Well, no <laughs> I think Wendy's has to be. In any case, though, like Wendy's, like. It really does tell how good Wendy's is that he made it on that top three with two other that are definitely on a higher quality than Wendy's. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but Wendy's for the price, you, you got to put in the value for your the dollar. The dollar menu. You can the, get the, the, crispy the, the little nuggets. wrap, the chicken. The chicken. To it's... me, to me, at Wendy's, or even over Taco Bell, is the best munchies when you're high. Let me tell you reasons. Mm. On taste, it's pretty much the same as Taco Bell. My dirty ass will go a little bit more for Taco Bell, just a little. But the problem is with Taco Bell, you have a higher chance of getting that order fucking made by a dumbass that fucks it up. For some reason, <laughs> with Taco Bell, they don't have the same care. I'm not saying that in Wendy's you've never gotten some squished, squished um, burgers, but I'm just burgers. saying at Wendy's, I think there's going to be more consistency. I think I'm going to get my order. Everything's going to taste right. Okay. In Taco Bell, I've gotten a, a taco. I'm like, man, this shit has been sitting there for three days, dog. <laughs> The hard shell is all broken or soft. The hard shell yeah. is soft, so, so that throws you up. But yeah, Taco for, Bell for for a uh, high high beam. All right, so now let's. Sorry, go, go on. No, no. One last thing. There they. Now that I think about it, we went to get uh, a Taco Bell like at twelve at night, and and my girlfriend got a Crunchwrap Supreme, and now I remember things. Yeah, yeah. Taco Bell definitely top ten. Top okay. 10 for okay, sure. Okay, okay. Not top thought, three for me, but. I thought you were going to tell me, like, and that shit was soggy. So, indeed, those motherfuckers. Well, it was soggy fell. as fuck because <laughs> it was made at one in the morning. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you one in the morning, you the can. Is... Yeah, one in the morning, the guy is, is inside doing cocaine and he's like, bro, you're going to get what you're going to get. <laughs> they're using the, the same, whatever. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to push it in people's mind. All right, look, let's do the top three of pizza places. <laughs> Obviously, we're not talking about any gourmet shit or anything. We're talking about, you know, the classic low-end chains, right? Little Caesars, Domino's, Papa John's, Pizza Hut. Um, mm. We we can throw in. What's uh, was another one there? 
Give me one. Am I missing one? But Shelly's? I don't think they exist. <laughs> really? I, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't checked. Yeah, but people um, don't know. People don't know that one. They don't know. They don't know the. What was the other one? Well, I, for me, I think Papa John's first. Okay. Domino's second. And this might surprise people. I think Little Caesar's third. Because you get a bang for your buck. You get a big yeah. ass pizza for five dollars, six dollars. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's it's amazing. Now for, for the you broke know? days, for the broke days. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are cheap dopamines. <laughs> Correct. But then you have one bad experience and it fucks it up because uh one time I went here to buy a, a little Caesars and it was hard as like it was cardboard. Yeah. And I had to throw away six dollars, and it hurt me a little bit because yeah, yeah. Little Caesars was always ranked there for me. Yeah, and Little Caesars was supposed to keep it real all the time, so that's not yeah, a good but thing. Think about it: the same pizza with pepperoni that you can get at Papa John's for twenty dollars, you can get it here at five. And I'll put I'll put Domino's first, then Papa okay. John's, then Little Caesars. You know why Domino's is so high for me? It's because not only the pizza, but they also have the pasta bowls. I fucking love that. The, oh, the bread um, bowls that you put the pasta, so it's like carbs oh. on carbs and carbs. Oh, no, I didn't even know delicious. that existed. That's probably some yeah. American shit. <laughs> probably some American shit, yeah. But no, it, no. when I when I used to work not in the not in the restaurants, uh, I used to get delivery from from uh, uh, Domino's every week. Uh, this pasta bowl, it was a bread bowl filled with pasta and the sauce. It was so heavy and. and but it was delicious. It kept That's me fed so. for for a couple of days. So. That's what's so. up. The reason why I like the taste and the ingredients of Papa John's more, but for some mm -hmm. reason, sometimes the dough hits me heavy. Mm -hmm. Now with Domino's, the other thing on their favor is that their delivery system is on point. So ninety nine percent of the time, you're gonna get that shit quick and hot, and and their pizzas are made to be delivered. Meaning, there's this really good. Napolitano place here, right? And uh, straight uh, pizza from Na Naples, Italy, not Naples, Florida, which, you know, so it's great, but you got to eat it right out of the oven because mm -hmm. if you get that shit delivered, when it gets to your house, it's like a fucking sock. It's soggy. It doesn't work. So there are certain things that, that don't work when you deliver them. And I think very high end pizzas, when you deliver them, they, they're fucked up. But Domino's is sort of like feels, I'm not, that doesn't feel, I'm sure, I'm certain that their pizza, their dough was designed around the idea that the pizza was going to be in a box, sort of receiving its own humidity, hot humidity for at least 10 minutes before it gets eaten. And they made it to cater to that because I think it just it ages better when you get it. You think they sat down and thought about this for a while? Like they, they, they had a board meeting and they're like, all right, our pizza is going to sit in the in the box for half an hour, 45 minutes. We got to make it so it's not soggy when it gets to the people's house. Yeah, we got to make it. We got to make a consistency on the dough that would allow you to eat it right away if you want to. And it's going to be even a little crispier. But even if you leave it there in the box for a while, the humidity is going to get in. But we're going to make the consistency of the dough a specific type so that when that humidity comes in, it's still going to keep a nice uh, uniform feel to it and not some shit. Because if you grab a, a Domino's pizza, you, it still stands up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I think the most important part about this test or this top three that we're doing is the next day. Does it hold the next day? You know, does it? keep the quality for the next day that's definitely a because when you uh, want to have it for breakfast the next day it, it needs to be you know is it 
hard? Is it good to eat? Is it, you know, if you put it in the microwave or, or the oven, is it going to keep the cheese or, or, or the sauce is not going to drip everywhere? It, 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 hey, that's a true. lot of things. There's a lot that's of things true. that goes that's into true. this. That's true. The next day, the next day option is very important too. I think we can agree that Little Caesars the next day, that's not going to be eatable. No. No. I mean, I've, I've Little had Caesars it the next day, but it's not <laughs> the same as Little Caesars is up. not eatable. Two hours after you bought it, mm-hmm. yep. It's just like a it McDonald's right. burger. A McDonald's right. burger right needs to be. You know, like what's crazy? I don't know if this happens in the U.S., but in Spain they do like delivery apps will deliver you Burger King or McDonald's. To me, it's insane. Yeah. They do the same here. Yeah. Burger King. That's disgusting. McDonald's. Horrible. Soggy ass fries. Who the like, fuck wants like, that? Like, it's already, like, bro, if if I'm getting the McDonald's meal or the Burger King meal made right away, it's still mediocre, right? Right. right. Imagine getting that shit delivered. If, you, <laughs> if, you're low, if you're low on money, you go to Domino's Pizza, those boys will hook you up on the delivery. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the, okay, so... Which one holds up the best the next day? I think Domino's. And I think Domino's. Domino's, yeah. Because I think that, I think in my experience, I recently had some Papa John's leftover. Some research. When the next day, the crust gets hard, and mm. and 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 I don't know. Like I said, whatever magic chemical they put on the Domino's dough, is like perfect for everything. It's like the shit that Monsanto puts on their seed. You know. <laughs> it's. Yeah, they, they have to, they have to, I'm pretty sure the high ends of Domino sat down and thought this through and, and All right. wanted to and make to, a better experience. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% sure that that's the case because yeah. uh, I am a person that knows a lot about business and logic. Now we have to do some research for the next top, yeah, for the next top one. three list. <laughs> well, I've, I've been meaning to like as a business, right? If like things don't go well in my life. Uh, to maybe get, open a pizzeria because I've always liked pizzas. I've made pizzas. You know that shit. We we know how how uh, those pizza places kind of work, right? We we, yeah. we I remember how we received the dough and how, yeah. how we, we had to take it out the night before. Yeah. So yeah. they prove, and uh, but yeah, it's I once you're even though we didn't work in a Domino's or Papa John's, it was a chain, a pizza chain, and uh, we saw how how those places might might work and, and which by the way the, this pizza chain i hope they're still going was called vocelli's it was in the vocelli's. south of florida that was one of the best uh, i didn't think of it then but it's one of the best pizzas to be honest the the the, the dough was really good the ingredients to be a chain pizza re- pizzeria it was probably the best one out of all of them to me really yeah it was, it was really very good. good i mean i remember we we used to have all this um leftover pizza at night and, and we, yeah, we took it home pizza. <laughs> and we took it home actually i just opened it and they're still working they're, they're open um you know that the, it would pass the next day uh, a test for sure oh yeah bocelli's next day yeah but you know i don't want to keep talking about this one because people might not know it uh to conclude this episode of the broski doodles podcast can you tell me what would be your top three of um these restaurants such as Chili's, Applebee's. Ooh. I don't know because those are not my You don't roam not, them. When I was 18, 19, 20, maybe Fridays right. and, and 
and chilies. Right, what am I talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm asking a high-end chef here. He's like, hey, bro. I know Benihana <laughs> seems like a high-end place to you, but that's like whack shit. <laughs> it is whack shit. Funny thing, my, my boss, they, uh, her birthday, she celebrated at Benihana's. And she's not like oh. going to McDonald's for her? <laughs> no. Well, she said she had a weird experience that she it had been 15 or 20 years since she went to the restaurant. But it, it, it was, I don't know, Benihana's is, I mean, now that you're in the industry, you understand that, you know, Benihana's is not that good. When you're a child and they, they throw the, yeah. the shrimp at you, you're very excited about that. And then they do the, did you the know onion the, volcano. Did you know the creator of Benihana's is the father of Steve Aoki? I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I could have said many things there, but I would get you know, gotten canceled, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Yeah. 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 All mm. right. Then what's I know that then what's a top three that you can give me of something food related? Of something. Oof, I don't know. Top three. Well, I don't know. <laughs> food. People are watching this like, people are watching this like, Oh yeah. That's like, that's, that's a great podcast. You guys seem well prepared. <laughs> you guys, you guys, uh, you know, went through the bullet points before. And, All right, uh, how about this? Top three dishes that you like to make at your crib. Number one, risotto. A specific like, one? Uh, I like to do a lot of mushroom risotto because my girlfriend likes it. And I think I've got it. And you like to trip balls. <laughs> I think, yes, always. I think I've gotten uh, better at it. My mom taught me how to do it. And now that I cook. I actually taught her how to, you know, different ways. And she's like, oh, my God, you, you taught me something new, which I, I thought I would never hear from her. But uh, I think risotto is it's one of my favorite dishes to cook for, for my girlfriend. Uh, what else? A lot of pasta sauce, bolognese sauce. I love uh, meat sauces on, on pastas. I love uh, pasticho. So I make that. Uh, lasagna. 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 For, yeah. No, no ricotta, bechamel instead, uh, jamón, ham. Uh, what else? Arepas. Even though I don't make them, my girlfriend makes the best ones. But they, I, when I do make them, I, I try Last to... night I had fried arepas with egg, ham, and cheese. We, we talked about this before. Yeah, that's the, yeah yes, that's probably like eat. underrated, right? Well, the underrated. Underrated. Underrated for sure. Um Fried arepas I haven't had in a while because my girlfriend doesn't like them fried, but every once in a while I, I kind of, you know, fry one for me. And it takes me back to, to when I was little and my mom only made fried arepas. So you know, it's funny because people that are not Venezuelan, because of the Venezuelan diaspora, there's a lot of Venezuelans all over the world. So a lot of people have tried arepas, but very few people have tried a fried arepa because that's not too common. And let me tell right. you, bro, if you haven't had a, a a fried arepa and you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend that's Venezuelan, tell that motherfucker to make you some fried arepas because this yep. shit is the other level. Well, at my job, one day I, I bought the arena pan for, for, to make arepas for my, my uh, co-workers. And I did not have time to make them in the, in the flat top and, you know, arepasada. So I threw those bitches in the fryer. They came out fucking amazing. Wow. Uh, arepa frita and cochino frito. Those motherfuckers wow. almost died. But wow. it was bomb. It was very good. Those... If, if your introduction to arepa is a fried arepa with fried 
pork. Pork. Man, you're and, gonna have an orgasm in your mouth. Yeah, it was it was very good. I mean, I saw them eating it, not like how we're supposed to eat it. You know, stuff it. They they were doing it like bread. So they grabbed the arepa without cutting it in the middle, and then they would put the pork on top and eat it. I'm like, that's not the way to eat it, but you're still eating the arepa with a pork with a fried pork. You're hopefully your stomach will be good uh, throughout service. <laughs> but it was I think people weren't they were expecting more but it was very simple arepas are very simple to make and and a little nerve-wracking because you're you're working with people who who have Michelin star experience and you're making arepas for them they're like okay okay I see you I see what you're doing I see what you people make so uh, sometimes as a sous chef, you gotta go out there and you and you gotta let them check you and you gotta check them back and let them know, bro, the, the, yeah. the culture's there. Yeah, yeah. Just wait until I make some uh, perico and, and another fry arepa for them. Oh boy, where do you guys have perico going, son? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid of making it because if I say perico, they're gonna think it's something else. Well, uh, but, might, as, you know. might as well be with how good that shit is. But, <laughs> but yo, check it out, man. Uh, we, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. This is actually longer than normal, but yo, I gotta bring the quality to the motherfucking broski doodle. So thank you, Mauricio, for being part of this little wonderful community we got here, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you for getting me in your podcast again. No problem, doggy. Broski doodles, take care, subscribe, share this shit, and engage, motherfuckers. Engage! <laughs>